Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. I want to talk to you today about something that is really, really urgent to me, really serious and important to me, uh, because it has to do with the knowledge that we need to live in our age. I'm calling this the four horsemen of our age. I believe that if you live, particularly in America, uh, but in the West in general, or if you're influenced directly by Western culture, that there are four forces, four religious forces that you have to understand to live in our age. And I'm calling these just for, just for interest's sake, uh, the four horsemen. They are the religious forces that are shaping our times. Uh, now, I'm speaking of other than Christianity, which is, which is critical, and I'll come back to that in a minute. But other than Christianity... Uh, the four horsemen that are intellectually and spiritually shaping our age are, are four forces I'm going to talk about in just a minute. The, the reason that I think this is so critical uh, is, is not that they are, um, they are that new. It's not that they are any one of them is dominating uh, global culture and certainly the culture of the West or America. It is the level of ignorance that most people, most Westerners, and certainly most Americans uh, have towards them. I would say that if you're living, for example, in the United States, that you must understand, number one, Mormonism. Uh, I think you know my commitment to, to understanding this religion. Uh, I, I believe that Mormonism, even though there are only 7 million Mormons in America, about 14 million worldwide, uh, I believe that Mormonism is dramatically shaping our time because of their, their just their positioning and places of authority in our society, uh, and then the job they do in training evangelists and missionaries. Uh, they are shaping our, our country. I was just a few weeks ago at uh, Salt Lake City and at Brigham Young University. It is astonishing the way BYU, Brigham Young U, is, is training young lives. It's astonishing the way the Mormons are training their people. Uh, they are Their ideas, their values, their vision for America, um, their method of doing families, all of that is shaping our society. So we need to understand Mormonism. I'll come back to that in just a minute. The second one would be Islam. There's no question that you cannot live effectively and successfully uh, in our generation, understanding the times and knowing the forces that you're dealing with, unless you understand what Islam teaches. Uh, and yet, very few people do. I'll come back to that in just a minute. A third force that you'll have to understand uh, if you're going to live again in the West, certainly in America, uh, this, this, a religious force, and, and this is not, by the way, just in the West, of course, uh, is the new atheism. Now, by the new atheism, I am speaking of uh, people like Richard Dawkins and Sam Harris and Stephen Hawking and Christopher Hitchens, uh, this new tribe of outspoken, highly educated, visible, uh, even somewhat endearing, fun kind of uh, atheists who are writing books, who are well-known, who are endearing, who are in the media all the time. Uh, I, I, these people are proclaiming a new kind of anti-supernatural religion uh, sort of um, uh, philosophy, and it is definitely shaping our times. I mean, Christopher Hitchens' death recently got a huge amount of attention. Uh, I knew him. I liked him. Uh, but, but I have to say I was really surprised uh, at the attention his death uh, received. I, I thought that maybe just a, people like me knew who he was, and he wasn't that popular you know, society-wide, but he was. 
Uh, and, and that's good on the one hand. He was a good historian. He said a lot of important things about the war in Iraq. Uh, but, his, but obviously, I'm, I'm, a, I'm opposed to and see as a critical force uh, his new atheism, the new atheism that he championed. So Mormonism, Islam, the new atheism. And then finally, uh, something uh, that I will call Christian syncretism. Now, syncretism, S-Y-N-C-R-E-T-I-S-M, uh, is a word that means um, to absorb the ideas of others and blend together, to syncretize. To You can even remember it maybe by thinking about synchronize. When you synchronize two devices, maybe you're you know, your MacBook Pro and your iPhone together, you know, the information from both of them merges uh, if you have it set that way. And so Christian syncretism is the Christian church uh, absorbing ideas foreign to it and blending it together uh, with its historic Christian doctrine, which, of course, leads to a dumbing down or diminishing of its historic Christian doctrine. What would that look like? Well, Rob Bell, uh, who uh, taught his uh, universalism uh, very profoundly uh, in a book called Love Wins, would be a Christian syncretist. He is blending uh, other religions, other ideologies with Christianity. What he taught does not come organically from Christian history, Christian scripture, and the architecture of Christian theology. Um, there are others I could speak about, um, but the bottom line is these four are absolutely shaping our age. If you live, I'll just limit it to the United States for right now. If you live in the United States, Mormonism, Islam, the new atheism, and Christian syncretism are absolutely shaping the society. Now, Christianity is too, and it's shaping the society profoundly, but you'll understand why in a moment I'm leaving it off the list for just a moment, because my focus is not so much in, in providing you with radar to see what's affecting our society. I think you know that these four uh, are certainly the top four having an impact on our society. Um, but I, I, the issue for me is the level of ignorance about these issues. I want to say to every parent out there, I want to say to every pastor out there, every rabbi, uh, every everyone uh, who is involved in teaching and training people, certainly professors and public school teachers and, and educators of every kind, I want to say that that it is essential that we make sure uh, that people know these four forces. Uh, it's, it is absolutely heartbreaking to see the ignorance in American society about religion. This is for many reasons. First of all, we tend to be ignorant about a lot of things because our schools are failing us. Uh, second of all, our reading of the First Amendment uh, leads us to believe that government schools shouldn't even teach the historic force of religion, uh, certainly not the doctrines of religion as a contemporary factor. Um, and our mores tend to make us believe that we should not, at least until recently, maybe even discuss religion in public. Uh, my Southern grandmother used to tell me not to discuss religion or politics in public. That was the way America thought. Well, as a result of that, uh, most people know something about their religion. They know almost nothing about other religions. The statistics show that Americans know almost nothing about Mormonism. The myths the wrong-headed thinking are astonishing. After 9-11 and since then, we've certainly discovered how little Americans know about Islam. It is tragic. This is our primary, this is at least behind the primary forces that we deal with as enemies in the world. I, mean, I don't think there's any, anything biased or pejorative in saying that. Uh, the fact is our primary enemies in the world as a nation are, are Muslim-inspired. I can say that. I don't think that Muslims are our enemies, but certainly Muslim-inspired. And most Americans couldn't tell you 
what a Muslim believes or what Muslim doctrine is or anything about Muslim history to save their lives. The new atheism is somewhat different, but still we ought to understand it. We ought to understand that these ideas are not new. We ought to understand that this is a recycling of, of, uh, of opposition to specifically Christianity and, and then broadly uh, religion that have been around for generations. And then, of course, Christian syncretism is also not something and nothing new, but uh, it is something that most, most uh, people know nothing about. And that's why, for example, Rob Bell was able to make such progress uh, in churches that affirm doctrines very, very different from what Rob Bell was espousing. So I want to put it right between our eyes today, and this is a bit of a challenge uh, that, I'm try- that I'm issuing. Make sure that your children, make sure that your spouse, make sure that your congregation, make sure that your synagogue, uh, I mean, heck, make sure that your friends know about these religions. Uh, there are good sources out there for all of these. Uh, pastors should teach classes. Um, there are great books on Mormon. I mean, uh, Mormonism. If you're if you're in the evangelical sort of uh, camp, you know the, um, the the author of Evidence That Demands a Verdict, Josh McDowell, uh, has written a great single volume work on the major world religions. And the reason I like it so much is that it just ha- it basically is a compilation of quotes that give you indication of what each religion believes. So it's not just him going off as opposed to all of these religions. Uh, he, is, he is letting them speak for themselves. So when you read the section on Mormonism, you're reading Mormon writings. When you read the section on Islam, you're reading Islamic uh, writings, atheism, etc. That might be a good one for you to use. Uh, there, are, there are lots of good ones that just give an overview. You can go on the internet right now and you can just Google Islam 101 and you get a three-page sheet that you can download that gives you an overview of Islam. The information's not hard to find. You can go on the internet right now and, and ask for a, uh, a summary of Christopher Hitchens' uh, atheism. You'll, you'll get a five or six page sheet. Uh, the information's out there, it's out there extensively. The problem is we haven't paid any attention. And uh, let me tell you that whether you consider these religions false or not, even if you're an adherent of one of these religions, you need to know the others. And for those of you who are uh, people of faith, uh, for those of you who are specifically in sort of the conservative Christian camp, it is essential. Pastors of, a, of sort of conservative Christian churches, you must uh, make sure that your people know these four horsemen of our age. And if we can help you here at Mansfield Group, we will. We don't, we don't do you know, seminars as our primary thing, but I will certainly make sure that we either send somebody or that I go and help you train your church if, you have, if you're getting a large enough group of people together to make it worth the time. This is essential. It's one of the great issues of our age, and the surveys and the polls are absolutely embarrassing for what people of faith in America do not know about the very issue of faith. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox Cable News and CNN, and a blogger for the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and American politics include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Faith of Barack Obama, and the upcoming The Mormonization of America. You can learn more about Stephen at www.mansfieldgroup.com or connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell for Chartwell Literary Group. (laughs) 